Last week on Let's Talk Supply Chain, I was joined by Brian Burke of Seco Logistics. Now, him and I had a really great conversation about all of the things that they are doing within logistics for their clients and really for the industry. They are revolutionizing in a variety of different ways. And so you definitely don't want to miss out on this episode and check out what they have going on because they are making a lot of amazing strides for their clients. And so it was a really interesting episode, and I hope you enjoyed it. But as always, remember that if you missed it, you can catch up over on letstalksupplychain.com, on our YouTube channel, or anywhere else that you subscribe to the show. It was episode 296. Let's Talk Supply Chain is not your average supply chain podcast. We feature not just the top of the industry, but also diverse voices from within the community, new innovations, and the disruptors making waves in the industry. Don't listen to the same old, same old. Be sparked by new ideas and fresh perspectives only on Let's Talk Supply Chain. And now a word from our sponsor. It's time to take control over your supply chain with Cavallo. Cavallo is a distribution management solutions provider founded by an experienced distributor who spent two decades perfecting and optimizing Cavallo's high-powered user-friendly software. Cavallo offers the ability to have complete control of your process with automated workflows that offer business rules and alert logic that will streamline your distribution operations. Leverage Cavallo's state-of-the-art business intelligent platform that provides real-time intelligence of your customers' orders, alerting you if they are out of compliance or even better, bringing awareness to areas in your business that are driving exceptional value. With a data-driven approach to supply chain management, Cavallo enables a network of cloud, on-prem, and integrated solutions that offer a path to excellence no matter where you are in your technical journey. For more information on how to accelerate growth with Cavallo's business intelligent platform and its game-changing distribution management software, visit Cavallo, C-A-V-A-L-L-O.com today. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Let's Talk Supply Chain. Today, I'm joined by a company that is on a mission to make shipping more sustainable for your business and the planet all through packaging. Can you guess who it is? Well, I'll reveal it all after our poll of the week. So the poll of the week, what was the question we asked you? Well, what's the one thing you wish you had more of? Well, 45% of you said money, 44% of you said free time, 10% of you said something else, and 1% of you said fame. We had 889 votes. Rhonda says more family close by. Everyone is on the East Coast and I miss those unexpected pop-in daily distractions or interactions, sorry. (laughs) Michael, all those on offer. Ryan, would love to have enough money to retire. With that, you can have free time, work on your health and fitness, spend time with family, and go wherever you want. Jerome, I will take more of all three. During my career, the importance of each thing has varied. Now, I'm glad that he said that because we're all on a journey, not necessarily a destination. And so that is very true as to 
throughout your journey, which one of these become more important than the rest? Philip, health, all the rest is insignificant if you're not healthy. That is very true. CJ says animals and Heather says vacation days with my kids. Well, thank you so much to everybody who participated in the poll of the week. Remember, we ask a question every single Wednesday morning. And if you want to be featured on an upcoming episode, go ahead and comment on one of our polls. So now back to today's podcast and which forward thinking logistics tech brand is joining me today? Well, it's Pacurate. Pacurate is the only patented cartonization solution that optimizes for transportation costs directly, designed to save you cost and waste and deliver impactful efficiency gains. The Pacurate API is fast, flexible, and smart. Today, James Malley, CEO and co-founder at Pacurate, Accurate, joins me to chat all about the company, what they do, making a commitment to sustainable solutions, why right-sizing isn't enough, and why Pacurate is bucking the end-to-end enterprise trend. But before we dive in, let's find out a little bit more about James. Working in the logistics tech space since 2009, James has helped create a variety of enterprise shipping technology, including spearheading the design of an award-winning multi-carrier TMS. Since 2015, he's been evangelizing the use of AI to achieve cost-efficient and environmentally sustainable shipping. Today, he's the CEO and co-founder of Pacurate, a VC-backed AI company that makes parcel shipping more sustainable. So welcome to the show, James. Thanks for having me. I'm excited. I am really excited to have you here because I want to do a deeper dive into what exactly that you do, because I think what your brand is bringing to the industry covers so many things that we need right now. And so let's start off with the founder journey. Did it start on a napkin? How did it start? You know, walk us through kind of that epiphany moment and you sort of saying, I want to start this company and this is what I'm going to name it. Sure. Uh, So I wish it was like a more exciting, like uh, uh, apocryphal founder origin story. Uh There were many napkins involved. Okay, good. uh, And there still are actually. (laughs) I Um, do it too. Yeah. (laughs) uh, Whatever's handy. Um, but no, my, my co-founder, who's a, a brilliant engineer, uh, we had been working in uh, supply chain tech for, you know, really since 2008. Okay. Um, we would get brought in to manage API connectors between software. Uh, we even built a, a, a full-blown multi-carrier shipping system um, uh, at one point, but we didn't own it. And so around the time that we got tired of putting out other people's fires and wanted to you know, make something that we own. Right. Um, that's when the you know the parcel carriers started penalizing for packing. Um, so that's that's kind of the that is the origin story, I guess. I love that. I mean, at the end of the day, you are working within the industry, which is always a bonus because you understand the pain points. You understand what's going on in the industry, what people are going through. So walk us through that. Actually, why don't you tell us what some of your clients are facing as far as challenges right now? Sure. Um, well, I think you know. I think you very well know that a lot of the costs uh, uh, associated with fulfillment kind of just went up extremely fast during the yes. pandemic. Yeah, um, and the problem is the pand- pandemic has started to wane, as evidenced by the maskless uh, crowd that we're sitting in. Uh, but the costs have not uh, slowed down. Uh, right. They keep rising. Uh, it's not just you know 
UPS, FedEx. It's also things that we used to consider just the cost of doing business, like the price of cardboard. Right. Um, these things that suddenly they're all having to take another look at and be like, well, wait yeah. a second. All these things are eating into margins. Um, how are we going to deal with it? Yeah. And I think also cardboard was something I believe or corrugated yep. packaging was something during the pandemic that the demand was so high, you yep. actually couldn't get any. Yeah. And the price is still at an all time high. Um, and it's not, it's not, uh, you know, like uh, uh, inflated uh, by the industry, the, everything that goes into making it is also more expensive. The resin uh, that yes. they use to press that stuff together, uh, that's also at an all time high. So it's like a, it's a, you know, universal costs are going Yeah, up. and definitely not something that everybody thinks about when you think yeah. about packaging is the actual raw materials and the components that go into it that's right. that are leading up to that finished product, right? That's right. Um, so tell us exactly what Packure does. Sure. So uh, it's a cartonization platform. Okay. Uh, so in practice, we help uh, shippers, mostly e-commerce shippers, direct to consumer, figure out which cartons they need to keep or which size cartons they need to keep in their warehouses and in their stores. Um, and then we provide a, a fast um, API that helps them generate packing plans uh, really? in, in real time. Yeah, That's amazing because a conversation that I was having a couple of months ago was really about empowering your warehouse staff to be able to pick the right box to ship the product. Because I think all of us have probably had an Amazon delivery yep. where it's like a tiny object in a huge, huge, huge box, right? Yep. And that's just wasted space. It's waste from a packaging standpoint, sustainability standpoint. Yep. So this is really huge for a lot of companies. And I think it also gives the power back to your employees to be able to pick the right and know that they're not wasting. Right. And it's not really fair. I mean, it, you know, in, in 2022, it's not really fair to say to your packers, uh, you have to get these out the door at all costs by the end of your shift. Right. Oh, and okay. by the way, make sure that everything's like perfectly packed. Right. Um, there's just no time. Um, so it, it's kind of a, a combination of, uh, you know, humans not being very good at conceptualizing 3D space in a yeah. very limited time. Uh -huh. um, that's, that's really the biggest problem. And it just happens to be the one the mo that's the most visible on the consumer side when you're getting that big box with the little thing jangling around uh, in the bottom. Well, and it makes people so upset when yeah. they get a large box with a very small item in it because they're like, this could be done so much better. Yeah, I I'm right? glad you mentioned that because one of the things we started to see just in the last like four to six months, um, there used to be unboxing videos that like yes. influencers would do and yeah. it'd be great for your brand uh, and they would show it and they'd get tons of views for whatever reason. Yeah. Uh, past like four to six months, we've seen the rise of box shaming videos. Really? Uh, so you search YouTube, search wow. Instagram. Um, there's all these online communities, believe it or not, that are popping up complaining about this exact issue. There's one on Reddit called egregious packaging. Wow. Uh, so this is like a real thing and it, it's... Uh, yeah, people are, are, are getting tired of having to haul all that stuff out to the, the recycling. Yes, and that's amazing. Like, to know that there's something out there like this and people are actually focusing on your packaging because what that actually means for retailers and organizations is it could mean lost sales. Right. Right, because that's the word of mouth that you don't want to happen. Absolutely. And you want to be able to keep your customers and if you're not making sure that you are 
um, putting the product in the right box so that you're not being shamed online. A absolutely. I mean... It's the, it's the post-purchase experience. This is yeah. the only time where you get to have a physical interaction with your customer. It's not a store where there's right. perfect music, perfect so lighting, true. you know, eye contact with a salesperson. It's like, this is it. Yeah. And so, you know, it may be you have plenty of reasons why this is very difficult to solve, um, but your customer doesn't know that. All they see is this and, and all the waste they have to bring out to their side. That's true, so true. So you guys use a term, I think, called Cartonization? Yes, it's a, you, <laughs> it's a flowery term, isn't it? I don't know if everybody has heard this term before. So walk us through why you use that and where did it come from? Yeah, so uh, it's it's not a word that you can find in the dictionary. Um, that's probably uh, believable. Um, but it's also not a new concept. Uh, cartonization is basically a process of identifying which boxes the shipment should go in. And kind of historically, it's been a feature in WMS systems or there's yeah. some... You know, maybe it was a afterthought by legacy load planning software providers. Okay. An afterthought. Um, it, yeah, I mean, it's one of those things where parcel historically is kind of overlooked. Um, when it, it really comes, is. Yeah, when it comes yeah, to cubing. Yeah. So absolutely. Um, so yeah, so that's that's why we made Packurate actually. Well, and a lot of times, if you are shipping in the right packaging, it also means a lot of savings in other areas, including transportation. That's because right. the more space that you take up with the packaging that you use to deliver your products means that you're paying more right. in a variety of different ways. Transportation costs, carbon footprint, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So it really doesn't help your sustainability goals and your sustainability journey. So walk us through what that looks like. Maybe somebody who isn't using Packurate versus somebody that's using Packurate and what they've been able to save and then we can talk about sustainability in a second. Sure. Well, there's a couple layers to it. If they've tried to use maybe kind of a very basic cartonization system that's built into their WMS or, or shipping system or whatever, um, typically they try to make the boxes smaller, which seems reasonable. Um, but it turns out you can go a little bit further than that, okay. where you can actually optimize the boxes for the journey that they're going to take. Right. So, you know, shipments that are just going a few zip codes over they might have a little bit of air, but they should be in fewer boxes. If yeah. they're gonna be, you know, next day air or being shipped far away where capacity is much more of a concern, yeah. that's when things need to be split out into more boxes for the multi-item shipments. Okay. Um, so you can get like really into the weeds. Uh, and we've been really stunned at, you know, being able to pull these little levers on how to optimize beyond just taking the air out. Um, but, but yeah. And what about damage? Right, because like these packages are being handled multiple times before they're getting to a customer. Right. Because they're going on a truck, they're going into a depot, and they're getting put on another truck, right, right to be delivered. And those are, there's probably more touches than that. Yeah. But as far as damage is concerned, how do you sort of mitigate that risk for your customers? So everything with packing is really finding the balance. Okay. Um, and so if you're not using, uh, you know, a solution that's going to do it for you, Either you're not using enough protection for the products. You know, a lot of home goods uh, retailers have this problem, and then uh, the item gets damaged. It shows up in pieces. Customers mad. Then it comes back through the transport network uh, and maybe chucked into a landfill or something. So returns are are really devastating at scale uh, yeah. for the environment and costly. Yeah. Um, and on the other hand, if you're like, you know, you go into your warehouse and you say, all right, no more damages. Uh, well, what's what are, what are they supposed to do? Just yeah. use a ton of fill, a right. ton of like bubble 
or, or crinkle paper or whatever it is. So, uh, you know, it's really only with kind of an algorithmic approach where you can find that perfect, you know, really quantified fragility so that it can be perfect. And you, things are protected, but you're not sending a giant box full of bubble wrap either. So talk to me about that algorithm, because I think you guys have a really cool AI component to what you're doing at Accurate. So walk us through what that looks like and what it means for your clients. Sure. Uh, so we actually, we built the algorithm mostly for this real-time packing instructions okay. that we do in the warehouse. So at a pack station, uh, the picture of how something should be packed will show up on screen. Um, but on top of that, we recently built a platform that we call Pack Simulate. Okay. Um, and it's able to take in you know, millions of historical shipments. We run an analysis on it and we're able to answer questions like, what carton sizes should you use? Uh, what would happen to my transportation costs and scope three emissions if something changed upstream? Like my skews were, you know, my, my widget was a quarter of an inch shorter. What does that do across the whole, you know, kind of economies of scale of my supply chain? So we've been really excited of, you know, what we can build around this yeah. sort of core capability. Um, and, and yeah, so our, our customers are, are lapping it up. I love that. And just being able to give them that opportunity to be able to look at historical data right. that you wouldn't even really think about using right. necessarily, right? right? And now you can take that data, actually use it, and put it into action in a variety of different ways depending on what you want that journey to look like. Exactly. Yep. Love that. So let's talk about sustainability because I have brought it up a couple of times. Yeah. And I know packaging is a really, really big component of sustainability. And companies obviously have ESG goals and they're looking at packaging as a way to be able to reach their consumers and say, hey, we're thinking about carbon footprint. We are thinking about uh, waste, right. right? Because we know that we don't want this to go into a landfill. Right. So talk, us, talk to us about your commitment to that and how you're helping your customers meet their ESG goals. Sure. Uh, so we, you know, we're entirely on the algorithmic math side. Yeah. We often work with packaging providers, specifically ones that uh, are, are doing some really interesting things with okay. moving as far away from plastic as possible. Where we come in is to say, okay, we're paper-based now or you know, compostable or whatever. Yeah. Uh, what, what we kind of have to be mindful of is that there is an emissions cost to paper as well. Right. Um, it, it ends up being like a one to three ratio of one ton of corrugated cardboard equals three tons of CO2 equivalent. Okay. to manufacture. So wow. it's important as, you know, as operators, as consumers too, to be kind of mindful that just because something's made out of brown paper, it's not, you're not totally out of the woods. So um, what we do is we try to put numbers to that for our customers. So you mentioned right sizing. We can show, you know, you were able to shrink all your packages uh, by an average one square foot of cardboard. Yep. What does that mean in acres every year? That's true. And so that kind of simplifies it into a number they can understand internally and then start benchmarking on uh, as they continue to kind of operate, um, optimize their operation. Yeah, 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 yeah. I love how you, you know, work with them to be able to hit those goals. So talk to me about onboarding and implementation. Because oh, I'm sure they're sitting in the audience going, I love what you're saying. Yeah but how long is it gonna take me to onboard and actually implement your solution to make a difference within my, or my organization and operations? Sure. Um, well, it's a stateless API, and if, if anybody doesn't know what an API is, it means it's a way for software to talk to each other. Um, usually we spend more time talking to 
a prospect <laughs> than they spend implementing it. Okay. Uh, even for our largest customers that are doing millions of shipments, yeah. uh, it, it takes about two weeks, maybe okay. like a couple developers. Nice. So it's really fast. I say half of our customers we've never actually spoken to. Because wow. uh, they just come on, they sign up for the API, and nice. then they start using it. And those are the most fun meetings when they've already built it, and then they're just demoing it back to us. And yeah, like, yeah. Great. <laughs> you know, um, those are the best kind of stories. Yeah. So then what do I look like as an ideal client? Oh, man. Um, really, anybody who ships things, uh, it's worth playing with our, our API, playing with our platform. We can okay. help you kind of quantify what the opportunity is, regardless of what you, you plan on doing for the rest of the year. We can show you, here's here's the opportunity, total. If we were to totally overhaul everything, yeah. you know, here's some scaled back versions of it. Um, but generally, you know, e-commerce is, is very, um, okay. most of our customers are Any e particular size? Doesn't matter. Doesn't um, matter. We nice. have customers that do, you know, 2,000 shipments a month up to, you know, Crate and Barrel uses our solution. Nice. Um, so it really doesn't matter. The percentage kind of savings tend to be the same. Okay. Maybe a little bit higher if you're smaller, um, but it can really add up. Nice, so talk, talk to me about that. Paint us a picture of the challenge that a client came to you with when you knew about it. Yeah. <laughs> the solution, obviously, that you provided, which is what we've been talking about today, but what was the ROI and benefit? that they got. If you got stats and maybe percentages, we love those. Sure, stats and percentage. I could just rifle them off right now. <laughs> uh, I, I think, you know, we've been able to see that if there, if you don't have any cartonization whatsoever, even bad cartonization, okay. you can save up to 20% on all- Right off know, the bat. Right off the bat. Wow. Um, and part lot. of it is like, we talked about those big boxes with the little items rattling around. That's the exception. The truth is in the average package that looks okay if you eyeball it, there's actually a huge amount of potential. Well, that's what we see. Um, and you can easily save around you know, 14, 15, 16% of that cubic volume. Um, if you have state-of-the-art cartonization from the last generation that's, yeah. that's just trying to shrink <laughs> packages, um, you can save about 6% okay. on day one on your nice. transportation costs, um, which you know is kind of, for something that takes so little time to implement, why, you know, 6% is a lot. It's a lot. It's, it's a light lift kind of high impact sort of thing. Yeah, it's absolutely a lot of money that's sitting on the table that you probably don't even know that's sitting on the table right now. Right. right? And if you're, you know, if you're having any capacity concerns or uh, having that those tough conversations with your carriers, yeah. um, we have found that if you can shrink your packages, you know, 14%, that scales one-to-one -one with the number of floor-loaded trailers you need. Wow. Okay. leaving your DC. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. some of the larger brands we've worked with, they've reported, you know, hundreds of truck trips saved, um, wow. which is a, you know, carrier relationship win, but also yeah. a sustainability win. Absolutely. So what does the future hold for Packer? Oh man, who knows? You know, we're dreamers. <laughs> no, I, I think, you know, continuing to build out the platform, uh, making it even easier to onboard, having okay. like out of the box integrations with yeah. uh, various platforms. Um, but there's, there's a lot we want to do uh, and, and help people measure. All right. Well, if they want to get in touch with you, where can they go to find out more? Find me on LinkedIn. I love talking about cartonization. I will go down the rabbit hole with you talking about this problem. <laughs> uh, but you could also go to paccurate.io. Um, okay. You can, if you're technical in the audience, you can sign up for an API key and try it for free uh, and get started in like 30 seconds. 
Nice. I love that. And that's P-A-C-C-U-R-A-T-E dot I-O. Packaging is a huge component to what we're doing in supply chain and how we are moving our products and even the customer experience like we talked about today. Even down to, you know, the tape that we use on the outside of the box with our branding. We really need to think about what we're doing in our packaging space to really not only uh, eliminate carbon emissions and uh, reach our sustainability goals, but also to empower our employees and our teams to pick the right fit, like the right size box to actually ship your kind of product. And it's going to make a world of difference, not only to your organization, but to your teams and also to your customers as well. So James, thank you so much for joining me today on the show. Thanks for having me. This was great. Did you know that the average cost of losing an hourly supply chain worker has reached $19,607? And that recent research shows that 77% of hourly supply chain workers are considering a job change in the next three months. This could have a huge impact on your productivity, bottom line, and culture. Workstep is helping supply chain companies to better engage their distributed hourly workforce at scale. Understand the true reasons behind their workforce turnover and take actions to make positive changes and reduce attrition. Workstep has successfully helped many companies reduce their frontline worker turnover by up to 36%. Visit workstep.com to learn more. If you would like to hear more from us, we have plenty more content for you featuring the best and brightest in the industry. Head over to letstalksupplychain.com to check out the latest. You can also go to Let's Talk Supply Chain on YouTube. Plus, if you have a supply chain challenge, we have most likely had the solution on our show. And you can learn all about them before you even get into their sales funnel. So head over to our website, put in your keyword in the search bar, and all of the content content will come up. And remember to come back next week for this month's episode of Blended, where I'll be joined by a brand new panel of guests to debate the words inclusion versus acceptance. This is a discussion that has grown out of all of our previous episodes, where I had really started to feel that the word inclusion wasn't quite the right word to demonstrate how we should be treating underrepresented people in the workplace. But what will my guests think? Well, this is going to be a really interesting episode and may potentially change some perspectives. So make sure that you do not miss that. Plus, we also have an episode with uh, Shipium coming up next week as well. So make sure to stay tuned because we have so many great insights, perspectives, conversations coming at you. If you enjoy our show, there's a few ways to support us. You can follow us. Follow us on LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. We're also over on TikTok as well. You can subscribe to our YouTube channel, uh, Let's Talk Supply Chain, and subscribe to our newsletter at letstalksupplychain.com. You can also find some really cool merch and purchase our exclusive supply chain dictionary in our shop at letstalksupplychain.com. Plus, Ships is an intelligent marketplace connecting shippers with the world's best service providers, freight forwarders, 3PLs, and NVOCCs. Communicate and share information throughout the quoting process while easily and securely comparing features, value, and prices. 
Save time, effort, and money as you book, track, and manage your freight and cargo shipments. Start your journey on SHIP, that's S-H-I-P-Z or Z.com today. And remember, if you'd like to be featured on an upcoming episode, head over to Apple Podcasts and rate and review the show. Have a great week, everyone. Thanks for listening. And remember, SHIP happens.